Hello and welcome to The Coworking Club, a podcast for female business owners who want to work for themselves, not by themselves. I'm your host, Jessica Berry, and each week I'll be chatting to a new guest all about the realities of running your own business, sharing tips and tricks for dealing with the loneliness and isolation that comes with working from home, as well as discussing the benefits of building community through co-working. So what are you waiting for? Come and join the club. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Coworking Club. I'm so happy to have you joining us today. And it's going to be another solo show because I actually did a poll on the Instagram account a couple of weeks ago and asked which episode you'd like to see. And at the time that I was recording, there was like a 50-50 split. So I just decided I'm going to do both. So today I'm going to be chatting all about five ways to stay motivated when you work from home because obviously there's a lot more of us working from home at the moment and staying motivated and feeling productive is one of the things that I hear most people struggle with and whilst it's not always a huge struggle for myself I find it quite easy to stay quite motivated and I think that's just something to do with my personality maybe but this week let me tell you I have suffered my first real productivity slump So up until this point, we're like eight weeks into lockdown and I've managed to stay pretty upbeat. I've been really busy actually. I think I've been trying to keep myself busy just to stay kind of distracted. I've been focusing a lot on the co-working club online membership, which has kept me very busy and it's been lovely getting to know some new members over there. But yeah, as I said last week, I had a real slump. It hit me one afternoon and yeah, really took me aback actually. I struggled to kind of stay focused, I was flitting from task to task, I wasn't really making much progress and ultimately I was getting quite frustrated with myself. In the end I kind of decided to admit defeat, I scrapped the to-do list for the day, I switched around a few tasks so I could focus on them the day after and I just gave myself a couple of hours off. I decided to share how I was feeling with the other co-working club members in our Slack group which we have which is really handy actually and I was so surprised by the response that I got. I let people know how I was feeling, how I was getting frustrated that I was experiencing my first productivity slump and the amount of people who came back and said that they were feeling the exact same way was kind of freaking away. There definitely must have been something in the air last week but yeah the amount of people who said that they were feeling the same or they'd been through something similar in the past couple of weeks was just really reassuring and yeah helped to make me realize that everyone goes through these periods and it's about how you manage them that's the important part so yeah today I'm going to talk you through five of the ways to stay motivated when you work from home and how to work through these kind of slump periods I'm happy to say that I'm now out of that. It definitely lasted more than just one afternoon. I woke up the next day and still felt pretty low on energy. So I just tried to embrace it as much as I could, be a bit kinder to myself and just remember that everyone goes through times like this. So yeah, here are my five ways to stay motivated when you work from home. So tip number one is to create your to-do list ahead of time. 
Rule number one when you work from home is to never sit down at your desk without knowing what you want to achieve that day, unless you want to spend hours procrastinating, putting off your tasks and not actually making it through any sort of to-do list. It's so, so important to have these clear goals and tasks set out ahead of time so that you know what you want to achieve every day. Because let me tell you, it is so easy to coast when you work from home and especially when you work for yourself as well. It's easy to get by kind of doing the bare minimum. So sitting down and making to-do lists and task lists and actionable goals is so important if you want to push yourself further and push your business further as well. So feel free to use whatever method works for you. I have a couple that I tend to stick to and they basically revolve around me sitting down at the end of every working day and drawing up a list of actionable goals that I want to achieve the next day. So I'll tend to create around three key tasks to focus on per day and these will be kind of bigger tasks. So I'll note these down in my planner and then I will also use my Google Calendar to plan out my day in terms of my timings and I'll input those three key tasks in there. I'll estimate how long I think they're going to take me and I'll always a lot more time than I think because there's so many times when I've been caught up in a task and not realised how long it's going to take me and I think that's usually the case for most people. So Make sure to allow a bit of extra time because you can always adjust things if you don't utilise all of the time. Whereas if you overrun, it can make things a bit trickier and kind of put you off balance. So yeah, I'll make sure those three key tasks are put in there. And then I'll also input some time in the day for things like admin tasks, which I'll do most days. So a bit of time to answer emails, a bit of time to engage in the co-working club Slack channel and just being intentional about this as well helps to not let your time run away because I know how easy it is to spend hours upon hours replying to emails and then replying when the responses come in so being quite clear about set times that you reply to emails is important and making sure the email tab is not always open and you close that down in between those sessions I've found really helps as well in terms of not getting distracted. I'll also schedule in breaks as well so I'll usually put my lunch break in at around one like I don't always stick to this but it's nice to know that it's in there and I can afford to take that time and afford to take up to an hour if I need it on any given day. So having this clear view of how your day is actually going to pan out helps to give you real purpose and once you start to make your way through those tasks and you're ticking them off that definitely helps to increase your motivation and helps you to feel good and like you're being productive and therefore helps these feelings and this energy levels to continue throughout the day. So moving on to tip number two which is discover your most productive working hours. So this is something I've definitely spoken about before in a previous episode, but everyone works productively at different times of the day. So when you work from home and you have flexibility to determine your schedule, it's important that you discover your optimum working hours and put the time in to discover when you work the best. For me, I tend to work most effectively in the morning, so I'll try to get up fairly early, usually around 7 I'll get ready quickly, I'll have some breakfast and I'll get to my desk. That means that I'm able to dive into work when I'm feeling the most energised and kind of ready and raring to go. I get some key tasks ticked off early in the day and that means that if I start to have a bit of a slump in energy in the afternoon I know that I can afford to maybe switch up my tasks and work on something easier or even clock off earlier if I've got enough done in that kind of key morning period. 
I know from personal experience that it's so easy to get stuck in that nine to five way of thinking, even if maybe you've left your corporate job and you're working for yourself. But working for yourself and working from home gives you that flexibility to work when you want to and work when you feel you're most productive. So make sure you harness that. And I know it's different for everyone. And there's a lot of people who are more productive in the evenings. So it's just really a case of finding out what works for you and how you can build your routine and your schedules around it. So tip number three is to find an accountability buddy. And I know everyone has those days where energy levels are low, productivity is hard to come by and you struggle to motivate yourself. I had one of those last week. (laughs) So on days like this, having an accountability partner or having a community like we have with the co-working club is so beneficial because you have other people there who can pick you up and try and lift your mood as well as keep you accountable to any goals that you've set if that's kind of appropriate at the time. Even just talking it out with someone can help you feel so much better. So if you let people know that you're feeling a little bit low, maybe they can pep you up. On some days that could be enough, you could have a little pep talk and you might feel ready to kind of get back on track. Some days it might not be the case but even having kind of people there to let you know that they've been through something similar and it's completely normal is encouragement enough and can help you to feel better and even help to give yourself that permission to maybe step away from your desk which can be so important. And having an accountability partner doesn't just have to apply to any work-related goals. So you might have set yourself a goal that you want to work out three times a week. So to help with that, making plans with friends to do workout classes together would be really beneficial. Or if you have a lifestyle goal where you want to read every night before bed instead of scrolling through your phone, having someone there who has maybe a similar goal, who you can check in with in the morning after and let them know how you got on, that might be really beneficial for you as well. So it's just a case of finding those people who are kind of in a similar place to you maybe, uh, wanting to set similar goals. You can team up and really help to provide that accountability for one another. It's so, so easy to put off goals when you're the only one who knows about them. But as soon as you share your goals with someone else, they feel so much more real and you feel much more accountable to making them happen because someone else knows about them. They know what you want to achieve. So it's time to kind of put the procrastination to one side and just get on with it. If you're maybe not ready to have an accountability partner yet, I've found that even writing your goals down has kind of a similar effect in that they feel a lot more real. You've kind of given them some life and yeah, it can help you feel a lot more accountable to making them happen. Moving on to tip number four, make sure to use your breaks effectively. And by that, I don't mean to try and cram them full of household jobs or other chores and things that you need to get done. What I actually mean by that is try to keep your brain in work mode so that you're not constantly switching between work and home mode because I found that's had a seriously detrimental effect on my motivation levels and how I feel productivity wise. So once I found out that how I was utilizing my breaks was so integral to how I felt in terms of my motivation levels, I adapted the things that I would do on breaks to try and get the most out of a day. So I would switch to using my lunch break to read a couple of chapters of a self-development book. I watched a TED talk or listened to a podcast. I tried to get out for a walk or do a workout. 
And I just found that this helped to keep my brain moving so that I was much less likely to suffer from an early afternoon slump, which is so easy to come by when you work from home and you're surrounded by kind of your comfy and cozy environment. I used to spend my lunch break watching an episode of something on Netflix or catching up on YouTube videos, but I just find that I was always kind of pushing it and wanting to watch one more and it ended up feeling really difficult to motivate myself to get off the couch and get back to an afternoon of work. Obviously if you need this time to really switch off then make sure to take it and definitely don't feel guilty about it but try to be strict and maybe limit yourself to just one episode or one video so that you don't get sucked into an afternoon of binge watching which you're later going to regret because you don't feel like you've been productive. And finally tip number five is to accept that not every day is going to be 100% productive and this is one that I very much still need to master. There are going to be days when you don't feel motivated and that's okay. We all suffer from energy dips from time to time. It's a very normal part of life and one that we just need to get used to and recognise the signals for. It's so easy to get frustrated with ourselves when our motivation levels are low but I think just accepting this and focusing the energy we have maybe elsewhere is really important at times like this. There are so many times, including last week, when I've spent hours forcing myself to sit at my laptop, staring at the screen, willing the motivation to come to me so I can finish a task, but on some days that approach just doesn't work. The result is that I've ended up wasting hours trying to get a simple task ticked off, which really should have taken less than half that time, and if I'd have just acknowledged that my focus wasn't there stepped away and come back to the task later I probably would have found that I got it done in no time at all. A lot of the time it's just about giving ourselves the permission to step away from our desks and not feeling like it makes us lazy for accepting that we are not feeling productive and just realising that our self-worth isn't tied up in our productivity levels which is a quote I've seen floating around on the internet so much but it is so so true. Now when I have days like this, I'll just try to notice the signs early. I'll try to pick up on that flitting between tasks and not being able to focus and not really getting much done and I'll step away from my desk. I'll try to take a break and come back to it and if that doesn't work, I'll try switching up my tasks and maybe focusing on something a little bit easier on my brain which doesn't require quite as much concentration to see if that helps. And if that still doesn't work, then I'll pretty much just admit defeat. I'll step away from my desk, I'll give my brain a rest, and I'll just focus on doing something for me instead. Because if I use this time to fill up my energy tank and focus on doing things that make me feel good and well rested, then hopefully it will reward me further down the line and I'll be able to come back feeling a lot more motivated and ready to get back to work. So that rounds off my five main tips for staying motivated when you work from home. Another couple of things I would just throw in as well are to make sure you have some motivational playlists. So get creating on Spotify. We actually have a collaborative playlist at the co-working club, which you can search for and I'll leave in the show notes as well. And that has some really motivational kind of background music, which is nice. Or just get creating your own playlist as well, full of songs that inspire you. Another thing I'd say is to remove distractions because there's nothing like being in the flow 
and then getting distracted by emails or social media notifications. So if you just eliminate those, then you can feel like you can just get on with it when you are feeling motivated. And if you are struggling, maybe try some productivity techniques as well. I talk a lot about the Pomodoro method, which if you just give it a quick Google, you'll find out. But it's basically where you set a timer, work for 25 minutes on one task. You don't get distracted and work on anything else. Then at the end of that, you take a five minute break and you go again. So I find that's really effective on those days where I'm struggling to focus and find the motivation. Because you quickly realise through doing a couple of Pomodoros that you're actually making progress, you're getting stuff done. And a lot of that is usually down to removing those distractions and just being really focused on the task at hand. So I hope you found some of these tips useful and they help you to feel more motivated whilst working from home. As always, head over to the Instagram account at The Coworking Club as I would love to find out your motivational tips and what works for you as well. We'll be having a discussion over there, so please do come and join him. And yeah, thank you very much for listening as always and I will see you back here next week. If you enjoy this podcast, please do subscribe so you keep up to date with all of future episodes. And if you could possibly leave a review, it would really help us in this early stage of launching the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you back here next Monday.